Shalom. Uh, first and foremost, I want to give all praises to the Heavenly Father, whose name is Yahweh. Um, I do so in the name of His only begotten Son, whose name is Yahweh Shai, the one that the world calls Jesus Christ. Uh, this is Yatabat Tiskari. And um, if for those of you guys who don't know, uh, you're looking at Mr. High and Mighty himself, uh, the doctor, Eric Mason. All right. Uh, this guy recently just did this video, man, and um, kind of put himself out there. <laughs> uh, Man, I, I, I'm surprised that uh, more people aren't doing videos on it because it's just amazing, man. But, you know, it's okay. I'll do it. Um, this guy is, apparently he's mad, man. Uh, it's looking like we're messing up the church's money, all right? Um, in this video, this guy, call, he calls us fools, says we, we're, we're, we're suckers. You know, I guess when he uses sucker, you know, that's his way of trying to sound hood. Uh, he said, uh, this guy is literally on here saying that we don't have to keep the laws, but we do have to keep the laws. He says that we don't have to remember, the Bible says remember the Sabbath day. He says we don't have to keep the Sabbath day because Christ is the Sabbath day and he came to give us rest from the law. But we do have to keep the law and that's the law of Christ. I mean, this guy is saying so much stuff, it's hilarious. Then he got the nerve to degrade us, but at the same time, he's bigging up No Swag, Mike Perea, and So Real, which is the biggest group of flunkies that we've even seen on the internet to this day. You know what I'm saying? But before we get into this, let's get a little, let's get a little backdrop on this guy, man. All right, so this is just off of his um, his page, PastorMace.com. All right, um, I'm just going to scroll. I'll start right here. It says, Dr. Mason has been graced by God to preach and teach at churches and conferences in the United States and overseas. So this guy's a big deal, you know. He's, he's being paid to go to these places, being paid to go overseas and spew lies all over the world, right? It says, Dr. Mason serves through Epiphany Fellowship and helping coach and train helping coach and train families to plant churches in cities locally, nationally, and internationally, right? It says he is the recipient of multiple earned degrees, including a BS in psychology from Bowie State University, a Master of Theology from Dallas Theological Seminary, and a doctoral degree from Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Dr. So this, this is a bad dude right here. You see this guy's got a lot of, uh, a lot of accolades, right? And, you know, it costs a lot of money to get this type of education, all right? So this dude's no joke. And it, for him to have all those accolades, it's going to cost some money whenever you see him standing up talking, all right? This, this, this dude's no joke. So it says, uh, I'll start again. It's where it says, uh, it says he has served as an adjunct professor at the College of Biblical Studies in Houston, Texas, and a biblical the theological seminary located just outside of Philadelphia, PA, all right? So we can see that this dude's a big deal, right? So he got a he got a master's degree in theology from the Dallas Theological Seminary, and this guy got a doctor's degree from Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary. All right. So this guy got master's degrees. This guy got doctoral degrees. All right. Now let's see. He said it in theology, right? So for people who don't know, it says theology, the study of na the nature of God and religious beliefs. This guy has a doctor's degree. <laughs> in the nature of God and religious beliefs, all right? So let's just further, let's go on, let's see. It says, what is a doctor's degree? It says, a doctorate degree is the highest level of academic degree. Everyone is familiar with the medical, but that's the point. It's the highest level of academic degree, all right? And this is really the basis of this whole thing. The Heavenly Father is just beautiful how he's done this. Everything that he says, 
is exactly the way that it is, all right? And these scriptures are just coming to life more and more and more as time goes on, all right? So this is 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 27. It says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Verse 28, And the base things of the world and the things which are despised has God chosen. Yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh shall glory in his presence, right? So the Lord set this whole thing up to make it to where guys like you who have uh, such uh, prominent accolades, uh, doctor's degrees, uh, so-called theologians, master's degrees, he's made it to where people who are looked at as foolish in the world will be able to come and confound the ones that the worlds will call wise, you know what I'm saying? So that's exactly what's happening to this guy right now. Like, look at all the accolades that he has. And we're getting ready to examine the type of breakdowns that this guy does, all right? So it's unbelievable. And I know you're upset that you spent all this money, you know, and some guys like us can just come out of nowhere who haven't spent the money you have on schooling. And, you know, we can't afford those type of uh, heavy titles like that. But we're able to come and confound you guys in the scripture to the point where you're losing your congregation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, at the end of the day, man, just accept it, man. This devil lied to us too, man. That stuff you're teaching is not true. All right? So it says the Lord has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. I mean, you're a doctor. So there's no higher level of education than that. So you can't be considered the foolish in this equation. All right? You're the wise. And we're the fools. All right? We're the ones that are despised. We're the basemen coming and getting you. Like I said, they, they pay you big money to go wherever you're going to go and speak. They, they fly you overseas so that you can go and spill that jargon. It's like they pay you guys and give you guys degrees for whoever can learn this doctrine and teach it the best, teach this lie the best, will give you big money. But this is the whole point. The Lord has told the foolish things of the world to confound the wise that no flesh should glory in his presence because you people think that because you're doctors or because you have a theologian uh, master's degree from the theologian seminary school, you think that you're really, really smart and that's why you have this knowledge when it has nothing to do with that. It's all about the Lord, who he decides to give this information to. You know what I'm saying? So nobody's going to be able to glory in his presence. We have to all understand that it all comes from him. And you guys are so proud and pumped up and lifted up that you really think it's all about you and your smarts. And that's why you're getting confounded, man. You and you are the, the perfect or the thoroughbred pork chop pastor. And I don't feel no way about calling you a pork chop pastor because you have no problem calling us suckers and fools and all that other stuff you be talking about. So I'm in a I'm in a pastors forum, and um, in that pastors forum, I ended up hearing about a pastor recently losing a ton of people in his church um, to Hebrew Israelites. Now I'm not going to mention that church's name. Um, hold on, if you are here. mention that church's name or that pastor's name because I'm not trying to put them on blast. So recently a pastor in a certain part of the country pastor in a small church and in that small in that small church uh, he ended up um, having someone come in a guy, no black church, understood black church and began to um 
sing, you know, became a singer in the church and started developing relationships with people in the church, things that you do at, when, you, when you become a part of a church. And come to find out he got with one of the pastor's family members in the church. Won't mention which family member it was. And this guy who's a singer and people are starting to, you know, build with him. And it's just based on a story I'm getting from a friend of mine. Um, he ended up basically saying, what's your nationality? And you know that's where it always begins with the Israelites. If, so-called Israelites. These guys act like the promises in the Bible to the Israelites just disappeared and vanished. They act like that doesn't mean nothing at all. Uh, when Isaac was blessing Jacob, they act like those blessings just completely disappeared. It says that your brother's children are going to bow down to you. Nations are going to bow down to you. These guys want all that to be erased. But we're going to examine today is that these guys want the Lord's word to come back void. And we don't have to argue with these guys at all because there's not one scripture that they can bring up that's going to delete or change what the Lord said he's going to do. There's, you can't find one. I don't care how many times you read John 3 and 16, that does not make Revelation 11 and 18 disappear. Why were the nations angry? All right? You guys are going to have to deal with that. We answer all you guys' questions, but now we're going to start making you guys answer these questions. These, these scriptures can't be deleted, but let's just let's keep going. And what ended up happening in that conversation is he began slowly but surely inching into him different questions about Sabbath, of course, and about keeping up the law and all different types of things. Next thing you know, he was like, you know, man, if you know anybody else, you know, I'm, I'm just doing a little teaching. And over time, indoctrinated this family member. Went from indoctrinating that particular family member to then um, getting other people in the church over to the point to where the guy came in, basically gutted the church of a, of, of a bunch of families. The pastor was oblivious to the fact that it was even going on in the church. Um, and little did he know over half his church left over Hebrew Israelism. Man, and all praise is due. You know, so all praise is due. The most high for that. You know, and just like the pastor was completely oblivious to what was going on in his church, the pastor's completely oblivious to what's going on in the Bible. And what are you tripping so much for, uh, Dr. Mason? The Bible says if it's not of God, then it's just, it, it, it's going to come to naught. You know what I'm saying? And then guess what? If it's not of God and it comes to naught, you'll end up finding yourself to fight against God. That's exactly what you're doing. If that church was of God, it would still have been standing, right? So what are you so worried about, man? You should just chill out and, and let it be. If you guys are right, <laughs> it'll show in the end, right? But no, it's showing right now that you guys are wrong. And you're, you're about to show how ridiculous you are. They're just, they're, it's like they're just handing out doctor's degrees, man. You know, vocal, guys like No Swag Malone's guy got a master's degree, man. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I got a lot of thoughts on that. But I want to go to a couple of other stories. Um, okay, now this guy, listen to these stories that this guy tells, man. You know, it's one thing this guy lies when it comes to the Bible. But it's like, man, you got to prove some of these, these little stories you're telling, man. Because I want to go to some personal stories with my church. With, well, not my church, the church that I pastored at the Lord, uh, that, that, that is the Lord Jesus Christ. But there's, uh, so within that story, I mean, this church 
it's, it's, it's having a lot of issues now because of over half of that membership dipping. I look on YouTube to, to just look at different scenarios, and one of the things that I've noticed a pattern of on YouTube is Hebrew Israelites are going into churches now, particularly smaller black churches with older pastors. Every, every church that I'm mentioning right now has older pastors, uh, pastors above 60 years old at least, um, and went into the church on like a Wednesday night Bible study. Those guys acting like brothers is going and peeking through the windows of the church trying to see if there's an older pastor in there. Like, okay, if it's an old dude, we're going to go in there and we're going to bum rush the Bible study. The other day, uh, a few of the brother, brother Hassad and the camp out in Dallas had went out. I don't know if it was his church, but he ends up popping up, confound him out there in front of the church. But nobody was inside yelling and screaming at, in your service, getting violent like you're getting ready to lie about right now. And when they went into that Wednesday night Bible study, basically went into that Wednesday night Bible study, and during testimony period, start spousing Hebrew Israelite doctrine. And then when they were told to stop and they kept going and being mad disruptive. One was verbally violent at one church. Then it's older ladies. And so even in the scriptures where it says, don't rebuke an older man sharply, but appeal to him as a, or, or her as a son to a parent. They don't even, under, they, you know, they're all in the scriptures, but don't understand how you even talk to older people. Um, and so, so there's another dude deal on YouTube where UPK, a particular group out of New York, ran by General Yohanna. Uh, you've probably seen one of the heroes on there, Captain Tazariak, and some other guys who were in there. <laughs> see the disrespect? So it, it, you see one of their heroes. So, you know, he can talk slick. So you can't be mad when they call you poor child pastor, man. Uh, who are an offshoot of, uh, of, uh, of, of not the original UPK, but they're offshoot of a dude that calls himself the Comforter. Uh, you, they, they tried to reestablish that's a whole other story for another time but to make a long story short this pastor in another part of the country it's on YouTube gave his keys to his church over because the Israelites came in there and because he was doctrinally weak um, he ended up converting over to Hebrew Israelism gave his there's a, there's a YouTube I've been posting on my page I mean I'm not posting that mess anyway mm -hmm. um and, and, and basically gave the keys over to the UPK, Oz UPK, and now they have made his church into an extension of that camp out of New York. Yeah, Christianity's finished, man. It's like, as soon as these scriptures start really, really coming out, man, people's minds are converted, man, and there's nothing you can do to stop it, man. You're not reading any scriptures to them that's going to make them stay there and listen to you. You're doing the same old rhetoric that was being passed down on the plantation, man. The plas the 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 the, the the plantation preaching, people are done with it, man. It, it, it's over with. We're going to look at some of your plantation preaching, too, in just a minute. Uh, I, I, can, I can go on and on. One one, one, one this was a crazy one. Uh, a very, very, very well-known Mecca church had Hebrew Israelites, 18 Hebrew Israelites. Just heard this story today. You guys, I want you guys to listen to this story. And if somebody has any knowledge on this story, please bring it out try to come in on a Sunday morning, this was years ago, and they tried to go off in the church gathering. We're going to get the scriptures in a second. And the pastor's like, yo, we'll holler at you after. And this pastor is a Bible dude in the sense of, he can go tit for tat for you in the scriptures. But he was like, yo, this Sunday morning service, and y'all show some respect. We'd love to talk to y'all afterwards. Um, and so, make a long story short, this guy got like 15, 14, 15 
Navy SEALs in his shirt. Black Navy SEALs. Former Black Ops. No, former Black Ops. So, this nigga playing Call of Duty. Story today. Black Ops. And only four of them was there. It was 18 Hebrew Israelites. They come in there trying to get all wild. They all turned up. And I'm talking about, they probably can't. And the pastor's like, y'all need to fall back. Because this, this needs to not go this direction. And so what ended up happening was, at the end of the day, man, uh, this, this, the pastor nodded his head at the four that were present. Them four Navy SEALs ran through 18 Hebrew Israelites and put every last one of them in the hospital because of how violent they were getting. Now, do you guys hear this dude, man? <laughs> four Navy SEALs got up and beat up 18 Israelites and put them all in the hospital, man. Now, the Bible talks about carnality. This guy seems happy. He's happy. Now, first of all, he said they're getting violent. But all, all 18 of them got put in the hospital. So what, they weren't getting violent when they were getting beat up? Hey, man, are you a liar, Pastor Mason, man? <laughs> Where did you get this story? We want to hear about this story, man. But see, this guy's trying to push this little, this tough Christianity. We're, we're fighters now. We don't, we don't just love everybody. You know, we need Navy SEALs in, 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 we need Navy SEALs in the audience, man, to beat you guys up when you come in trying to read the This guy said they were in there getting violent. These people are liars, man question on the floor is probably going to be pastor should we be in that position um i'm gonna look at some nearby passages to talk about that but we're going to talk about that later all right so let's start talking through um this now now listen when we talk about um, the scriptures and these keeping that again this discussion is specifically it's not a comprehensive lesson or anything on hebrew israelite ideology it's only on black hebrew israelites uh uh, infiltrating the black church. Now let me just say this. The reason why and I'm getting ahead of myself and we're going to get into several passages of scripture in the time that we have. But, and I'm not dogging the black church so, and, and, but some of y'all are going to be mad at me in this video. Because in order for us to be equipped, we have to be honest. Um, the Bible has already said people creep in unnoticed. The, 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 there will be those who creep in unnoticed. And one of the things that I do believe that it's made African-American churches in particular extra vulnerable, which they are molesting our vulnerability, is, is we're not preparing people to hit the block. I'm not saying all... So you guys hear that now? Now, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, they're not preparing people to hit the block. Where do you think that came from? You know what I'm saying? Where do you think that came from? Now they're not preparing people to hit the block, but it's okay. You guys can argue all you want. You don't have to tell us that you're learning from us. You know what I'm saying? Now, all of a sudden, it's time to hit the block. But didn't Yahweh Shai say to hit the block? Isn't that what he said? But see, you're not reading that to people because you're a poor child pastor, man. You know what? You said that you guys aren't preparing people to hit the block. But the men who taught us prepared us to hit the block. Matter of fact, let me show you what they taught us. This is just real, real quick, too. But like I said, you're not preparing them. So we're going to help you start to prepare them. All right? So it says uh, Matthew 22 and 8. It says, then he say, then saith he to his servants, the wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. It says, so them that were called weren't worthy. Verse 9, it says, go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage, right? So it told us right there to go out into the highways and bid to the marriage. Verse 10, so those servants went into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both good and bad, and the wedding was furnished with guests. So, the question was, well, what is the wedding? They showed me this. 
book of Jeremiah, chapter 3, verse 15. It says, Salakia 3, verse 14. It says, Turn, O you back backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you. And I will take, and it says, And I will take you, one of a city, and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion, all right, which is Israel, all right? So the Lord told the Israelites he was married to them. We just read about the bidding of the marriage and going out into the highways, right? They also showed me this. Excuse me, this is the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 20. It says, plain and simple, wisdom crieth without, she utters her voice in the streets. So they let us know that wisdom is out in the streets, all right? So this is stuff that you need to teach your people, all right? And, uh, especially since you want to prepare them to start hitting the block, all right? Jeremiah 23 and 1. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor, saith the Lord. All right? So we already know this is talking about you pastors, all right? Let's go on down because I don't want to make it too long. Jeremiah 23, verse 21. I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. Yeah, the Lord wasn't talking to him. He just went down to that theologian seminary school and studied everything that this white man put in front of him and, ma and mastered that. And then they gave him a certificate for him to go and open up a church on every corner that he wants to and spew that stuff that he got taught there. But the Lord wasn't talking to him, all right? It says, but if they, we're talking about these pastors, if they had stood in my council and they had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned from their evil way and from their evil doings. But see, these pastors don't read the word to, the, to these people. They just have a doctrine that they're coming to teach that they learn in that theological uh seminary school that they went to, all right? So once you start reading the words to the people and let them start hearing the Lord's words so that they can change their ways of their doings, all right? You liar. But there's a significant amount of churches that all we do is Sunday morning and all we do is Wednesday night and we don't have any further way in which we're engaging our community. And so they exploit the weaknesses of some of us staying in the pastoral office longer than we should because we're not going to be as missiologically engaging uh, as we should be in knowing what's going on in the streets so that we can begin to challenge and rebuke and retort uh, with great patience and instruction and be able to go beast mode on these cats. So, um, go beast mode how? How you gonna go beast mode when all you guys are teaching is that God loves everybody? How you gonna go beast mode how? God loves everybody. God loves everybody. Jesus loves salvation for everybody. How are you guys gonna go beast mode? These guys act like just about almost everybody that was that's it, that is an Israelite didn't spend plenty of Sundays sitting up in that church listening to that madness. This guy's acting like we just woke up one day and, and began to think this. No, we were in that church, confirmation class, singing in that choir, listening to the ladies sing, listening to the ladies teach. Everything that's not supposed to be happening, we sat in there and watched that for years. Those, these, these people are crazy, man. And, it was, and we're supposed to listen to him now as grown men having a, a, a certain level of intelligence. We're supposed to listen to this guy sit here and, and wait till you see these sermons. We're supposed to listen to this and say this is right. <laughs> We've been some suckers. Oh, I just, I just, you We've know, been some suckers. I just, uh, you know. I, All right, now peep him out, man, because this is, this is where we're going to start using this guy's words against him, man. The, 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 these chicken wing pastors, man, they say stuff. But we're gonna we're gonna make him hold to it. Just you know, you know, I just believe God saved me. I know my testimony. Let me tell you something, family. You're gonna have to have more than your personal testimony because your personal testimony 
is not alive after the sharper than any two-edged sword. Only the word of God is. Your testimony can come back void, but God's word won't come back void. Now stop. We're going to use that against him and the rest of these Christians forever. All right? The Lord's word is not going to come back void. These guys are in a doctrine that is literally set up to make all of the Lord's words come back void. All these prophecies that he said were going to happen are going to come back void. All of a sudden, because this is a rainbow coalition of love, the Christianity religion that these guys have put out. So everything that God said just ain't going to happen no more. <laughs> all these scriptures... Uh, Jeremiah 30 and 16, all thy adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity. These guys are acting like that word is going to come back void. You guys are snakes, man. But listen, now, now, now peep this out, though. Listen to this. And you got to stop just having this easy believism and this punctified Christianity that we have that doesn't do anything that's crimey. Now, did you guys hear that? <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, man. I got a cold. But wow, man, did you guys hear that? This guy said you need to stop having this easy believism in this punctified Christianity that doesn't do anything grimy. What are you talking about, dude? So you, so, so what? You guys is about to get on something grimy? What? What is this punctified Christian? What? What? What is? What is the opposite of punctified Christianity? See, and these guys are looking at us like like we're masculine, and he wants his church to do that too. He wants his guys to go out and teach on the street too. He wants to do every single thing that he's seeing us do because it's coming out of the Bible, but it doesn't coincide with the crap that he's teaching, man, and it's messing up the church's money. They, they, they believe that we are punks in the church and that the men are some suckers. We let dudes come through the church, smash all kinds of chicks, do all types of stuff, and dudes just look on and don't be a part of that. Man, don't no dude want to follow and be a part of nothing but dudes on some sucker ministry. Now, let me keep it real with you real quick, man. You're talking about don't nobody want to be involved with nobody who's on no sucker ministry. And you're 100% right. Well, let me show you something, man. If I turn on the TV, right, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to some type of church seminar, and I see this guy talking, I'm going to immediately assume it's some sucker shit. Excuse me, some sucker ministry, right? But then, when I see you come out... I might give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, this is the bro right here, man. You know, let me see what the brother's let me see what the brother's talking about, right? But then, as soon as I notice that you got your pants rolled up like Huckleberry Finn, like you're about to go run, like you're Tom Sawyer about to go skip through a pond. I'm getting ready to know right now this is about to be some sucker ministry. You know what I'm saying? You got some nerve, man. And what's crazier than that? This 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 sermon is exactly why people are leaving the Christian church, man. We're gonna evaluate it a little bit later. It's called Don't Let It Get To You. Look, this is 37 minutes and 55 seconds long. This guy breaks down Ruth, chapter 1 through 5, for 37 minutes, the pork chop pastor way, the, 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 the good old way that we remember. 40 minutes on Ruth 1 through 5, Don't Let It Get To You. Man, we're not even going to go. It's so ridiculous, it makes no sense. We're just going to go to how he ends it, like a, like, a, like a thoroughbred Christian pastor, man. Unbelievable, man. In among you, not sparing the flock. That's what happens. Is these cats <clears throat> come into the church, and when they see that there's not a beast of a shepherd, beastly shepherds with zeal, godly commitment in the flock, they gonna run through the church. <laughs> if you're just in there hooping every Sunday, if you're just in there getting emotional every Sunday, and it's nothing wrong with emotional work. Man, these guys are scared. Man, this dude's afraid of losing his church. Hey, listen. Pastor Mason, 
you get ready to lose your church. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that mess no more. And since you're doing all this talking, we're going to make sure that we dissect all of your madness from now on so we can let the people who follow you know exactly where you're slipping at, man. This is exactly why people are leaving the Christian church. This is why, this is the reason why people are able to run through your church. What is the truth? Jesus Christ said he is the truth. So you being an Israelite, they said the Bible is about Israel. Where in the Bible does it say the whole Bible is about Israel? When I look at the Bible, it's about multifaceted things. It's about the kingdom. It's about the glory of God. Jesus says, you search the scriptures. For in them you think you find eternal life. But they all speak of me. The Bible is not about Israel. And he says in Luke 24, and beginning with Moses, he showed them all the things concerning himself in the scripture. Jesus never made his view of, the, of Tanakh, of, uh, 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 of, of, of Torah, Nabi, and Ketuvim. He never made it about Israel. Jesus is the true Israel because he fully fulfills, based on Matthew 5.17, he fully fulfills all of the prophecies about Israel as the true Israel. Uh, Okay, so did you guys hear all that chicken winging, man? This is Pastor Porkchop, man. This is ridiculous. So this is why people are leaving your church, Pastor. And hopefully you can see this. You just said that Jesus said he's the truth. Jesus never made it about Israel. Jesus said the scriptures were about him, but Jesus is the true Israel. So which one is it? If the scriptures are about Jesus and Jesus is the true Israel, then that would mean the scriptures are about Israel, right? You are out of your dang mind. You said Jesus fulfills all the scriptures about... What, what are you talking about, man? You're out of your damn mind, man. Now, the Bible does say this. It says that, um, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me. So the whole Bible is written of Jesus, alright? So this is Matthew 1 and 1. It says, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, right? The son of David, the son of Abraham, right? It says, Abraham begat Isaac, Isaac begat, begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, right? Because Jesus is from the tribe of Judah. So according to this guy, now it doesn't mean anything. There's no reason any of this should be here. And I know your pastor doesn't want you guys to do it, but you guys need to go read about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and go look at the promises that the Lord made to those men that these guys are trying to apply to the entire planet like the false teachers that they are, all right? Now, let's go down to Matthew 1 and 21. All right. Now, this is what the angel said to Joseph. It says, and she's talking about Mary, and she shall bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. All right. This is what it's saying that Jesus is going to do. The Bible was written of him, and it said that he was going to save his people, which is who? The Israelites, from their sins. All right. That's one. Matthew 15 and 24. It says, but he answered and said, I am not sent, meaning somebody sent him. The Heavenly Father, Yahweh, sent him. And he's saying, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This is Jesus, the book, the one that the book was written about. He was going to come and deliver his people. Should I listen to the, the, the angel Gabriel or should I listen to Pastor Porchop? Which one would know, which one would know best, all right? So clearly the Lord told him that he was going to save his people, which are Israel. Today, you're telling me that Jesus is the real Israel. So is Jesus going to deliver himself from his sins? What are you talking about, man? And this is why it's easy to go and take your guys' congregations, man. And the reason why they haven't left sooner is because the Lord just wasn't letting them see it because you guys don't know what you guys are talking about, man.
Galatians 4 and 4. It says, uh, But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. <laughs> this guy, Vocab Malone, said that scripture right there is evidence that Christ had a beard. These guys are idiots, man. It says, To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Who might receive the adoption? The Israelites might receive the adoption, right? Who was under the law? The Israelites were under the law. Christ was made by a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law. All right, we're talking about Christ, right? Who was under the law? The Israelites. Who did Paul say that the adoption pertained to in Romans 9? The Israelites. What are you guys talking about? What did you read? And how did you get a master's and a damn doctor's degree? Man, they're just throwing those things around out there, man. Hebrews, the ninth chapter. And what's crazy is everything that we're reading is 100% consistent with all the rest of the scriptures, all right? I don't know how you guys have been able to play the game that you guys have been able to play, all right? So it says, and for this cause, he is the mediator of a New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which were, are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Who was the inheritance promised to? The Israelites, all right? Who, um, what were the first, who was under the transgressions of the First Testament? The Israelites. When you read further upon here, matter of fact, you jump right here. So you jump to verse 18. It says, whereupon neither the First Testament was dedicated without blood. So when you go to read, it tells you, for Moses had spoken every precept um, to all the people according to the law. He took the blood of the calves, goats, and he sprinkled them. When you read that, that happened with the Israelites, all right? <laughs> There's just no getting around that, all right? So we know who was under the First Testament, the same people who were under the law, the same people who the, who, who gave uh, the angel told Joseph uh, uh, Yahushua was going to save. I mean, it all goes one, it goes uh, hand in hand like a, co a cohesive uh, story, man. You guys are making it... Uh, you guys are making it hard to understand when it's very, very simple, all right? Matthew 24, it says, uh, 24 and 30, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man, which is who? Jesus, right? It says, in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he shall send his angels. So now he's going to send his angels, right? Those people that he said that he was sent for, or, or, or to the people that he said he was sent for, with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Who is God's elect, Pastor Mason? Is there some type of way where you can twist the scriptures and make God's elect somebody other than what the Bible says? Because it says the elect is Israel, all right? The Bible says Jesus was going to come and redeem them that were under the law. Who was under the law? The law? Israel. The ones that were under the first uh, testament. Who was that? Israel. Son of man came to save that which was lost. Who's that? Israel. I mean, how are you getting around this? And what, what were they teaching you in that school when they were robbing you blind, man? Oh, nationality doesn't matter. Tell me what this means. It says, Revelation 7 and 4. It says, and I, heard, and I heard the, matter of fact, 7 and 3, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads, all right? So now we're going to find out who the servants of their God is, all right? It says, and I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. So the Bible telling us that the only people who are going to get the seal of God on their head are Israelites. But you are telling us that we're not supposed to look at this. Israel has nothing to do with it. Jesus is the real Israel. So, so what are you talking about? So what you're saying is, com is conflicting with what we're reading, man. And that's why you're losing your church. In the flock, they ain't going to run. Church. <laughs>